Welcome, welcome everyone to The Enthusiast Life. I am your host, Mark Turcott. I'm so glad each and every one of you have decided to make me a part of your day. Well, my friends, it is Wednesday, May 5th, 2021. That's right, it is no longer May 4th. But yet here today on the show, we are talking some Star Wars. That's right, we are breaking down episode one of The Bad Batch entitled Aftermath. Now, if you haven't seen the episode yet, I will say, obviously, spoilers ahead. Uh, but I will give you a little bit of uh, a couple things here in the beginning of the show. But before we do that, as always, a little bit of housekeeping. Don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Mark Turk. Uh, or you can also email the show at theenthuselife at gmail.com. Calm. Now, one thing here at the beginning of the show, if you are hesitant, because I've had a couple people you know, say to me, like, oh, I've never seen Clone Wars, I don't think I want to watch this, um, or that maybe I shouldn't watch this yet, you have to watch Clone Wars. You know what? I mean, there are things in here that if you've watched Clone Wars, little Easter eggs, little things you may pick up on, but honestly, I think you're going to be fine if you just jump in here, because they really set the stage as to like where things are when this show kicks off, and... Um, you know, just just the the cast characters are all new. You know, to everyone. I mean, sure they were in the very you know final episodes there of the Clone Wars, the, the, meaning the Bad Batch, but they really set the stage. Even if you didn't see that, as to who these characters are, their motivations, and kind of the story that we're going to go on throughout the season. So don't be deterred if you have not watched the Clone Wars. This is a great jumping on point, and there's a couple faces here that even if you haven't seen Clone Wars, you may recognize. Um, that, uh, yeah, are kind of interesting. But we're going to talk about that here in the spoiler cast here. So, again, you know, spoilers ahead. So, we're jumping into episode one here. And uh, let's do this. So, Bad Batch Aftermath is the title of the episode. Now, I got to say, I not to say that I didn't have high expect or really any real big expectations kind of coming into this show. Um, but honestly, I just was kind of like, man, I'm excited for it. You know, it's going to be some more animated Star Wars. We're focusing on troopers, which is awesome. You, I mean, you guys know I'm in the 501st as a trooper. I kind of always love that dynamic of the troopers and kind of, um, you know, just their, their role in the galaxy. But from, from the get go, this show is great. Like, I just got to throw that out there. Like I really enjoyed this show. I mean, it really still has kind of that Clone Wars feeling. So it's not like, on the epic scale of like, you know, Mandalorian or, you know, kind of what we've been getting with the Marvel shows. But there are some big, interesting questions and points kind of brought up here that not to say I never thought about, but that I think we're going to get some answers on. So first of all, I mean, let's start in the very beginning. I mean, we, we get um, Order 66. I mean, whenever you're going to do a show nowadays or hell, even like the game with, um, you know, Jedi Fallen Order, we, we always get glimpses of Order 66. And I love getting that. I love seeing from all these different angles because really up up until recently in the last couple of years, all we ever had for Order 66 was in Episode 3, right? I mean, sure, they jump around the galaxy and show multiple Jedi getting killed, but we, we're never kind of in the moment when it happens. And to get that in this and see the Bad Batch, um, you know, I forget the name of the planet that they're on, but they're kind of within in the heat of battle here. There are two Jedi that they're fighting alongside, and suddenly the Order comes down and, um, you know, we, we kind of see the aftermath of that. Now, the, the Jedi that is kind of fighting is Deepa Balaba, who when I heard that name, I was like, I know that name. Why do I know that name? And the young Jedi, who for some reason just happened to have a very deep masculine voice coming out of this small little little Padawan by the name of Caleb, Caleb Doom, um, kind of had me wondering, like, who is that? 
So I'm going to kind of drop a big spoiler here. This is even for people because this has not been explained in the show at all yet. Um, but this is kind of a big one. And, and I think a lot of people kind of miss this because I didn't see a lot of people really talking about this uh, yesterday, especially those who aren't really deep into the Star Wars lore. But it, I watched the episode and then looked up this character's name and immediately I was like, that's why I knew that name. So the J- young Jedi... You probably know, if you've been kind of a big Star Wars fan, kind of following the recent shows here that have been coming out, you probably watched the show called Star Wars Rebels and probably remember a Jedi in that by the name of Kanan. That's young Kanan, guys. Like, Caleb, his Jedi master was killed, Deepa Balaba. We see that. They originally portrayed this scene in the Marvel comics, in the Kanan comics, years ago. And, of course, the Bad Batch weren't part of that, but now we have them kind of infused into that moment. That's a young Kanan. So are we going to see Caleb come back? I don't know. Obviously, in the comics, you don't see that. You don't see any interaction of him with them. This could just be a small little Easter egg they were showing to kind of, you know, kind of bring him into the fold. Um, but that's why that voice sounded familiar, because it was a young Freddie Prince Jr. doing that voice. Um, kind of blew me away and kind of awesome, you know, that, that Dave Filoni decided, hey, we got to put this in here to kind of tie it all together. Um, I hope we get more of that. I hope we get Caleb. It seemed like he really was um, being portrayed as a returning character either in this series or maybe we'll get a young Kanan series um, at some point. I don't know, but I thought that was really cool that they put that in there. I think a lot of people miss that and because he uses a different name. I mean, he think about it. He was on the run from the Empire, who of course are hunting down all the Jedi. I mean, you can read through you know a lot of the, the Vader comics that have come out where he's doing that Caleb knew he needed to change his name. Of course, becomes Kanan Jarrus, who we know from Rebels, uh, who even when we meet him in Rebels, he's not a Jedi, right? He's not. I mean, he's just kind of this, this uh, I don't know, what like smuggler or whatever he's doing. And it isn't until later that he kind of reveals himself to Ezra that he is um, a Jedi. I think it's very cool that they put that in there. So that was really neat to see. And right away, I mean, that's one of the first things you see in the series. It's like, Okay, we're in good hands here. This is going to be a, a good show. Uh, and then from then on, you know, it kind of carries into um, the Bad Batch. You know, you got Hunter, you got Wrecker, you have Echo. Um, uh, uh, who else? Uh, uh, sharp, uh, Sharpshooter. You know, all these different characters here that they're tech. You know, they're kind of bringing in. Like, I, I just love the dynamic between these characters. And, you know, it is interesting that, you know, when we get back to uh, essentially kind of to Camino, where, where the clones are from, and you just kind of see how different they are than all the other uh, troopers. You know, there's something within them where the Order 66 did not compute for them. Although, you know, Sharpshooter, obviously, or Crosshair, I'm sorry, is his name, Crosshair, um, he, you know, seems to be wanting to follow the Order. And like right from the get-go, you know, okay, well, he's at, by the end of this episode, is going to be turning on the team, which he does. Um, but... You know, this idea that some of the clones didn't follow along with the full-on protocol of becoming the clones that we know where they're just the perfect bodies, per, you know, voice, everything is perfect about them, hence the name The Bad Batch. They all kind of have their own little abilities. You know, Wrecker can just smash through walls. You know, Hunter uh, has real heightened uh, senses and, and things like that. Um, you have Tech, obviously, who is really good uh, with the Tech. Echo is interesting because Echo himself is a regular uh, soldier who's been kind of pieced together to be kind of this android. So he's he's a regular clone um, that has then been kind of pieced together, which we'll learn later on about this other clone. And then, of course, we have Crosshair, who is just, you know, a sharpshooter, essentially. Um, and so, you know, I think that's kind of neat, kind of that dynamic they have. But when they get back to uh, Camino and they realize that the other clone, something's just off. 
by them. But then they learn that someone is coming to test them. And of course, we learn that that is going to be Tarkin, right? That is coming to um, kind of just test. Uh, uh, well, he's going to test the Bad Batch. But his real reason there is what I think is kind of interesting and kind of a, a dynamic that the show is exploring that I now want to say I never thought about. But like you just... Where was the transition from clones to troopers? You know, we don't haven't really ever really explored that, at least to my knowledge. They've never really kind of done that. And this show seems like it's going to do that. And so we see Tarkin actually going and talking to the prime minister on Kamino here at this clone facility about like, hey, our contracts. He says something like we have the prime minister says to Tarkin, we have contracts. You know, you have contracts for us to make these clones for your army. And he was like, no, you had those contracts with the Republic. You know, this is now the empire. So we're going to basically reassess if we want to keep those contracts because it might just be cheaper for us just to pull in regular people. So that's where the transition obviously comes from. Now, Tarkin obviously is going to see the the um, value of the Bad Batch, at least, and what potentially can be done with the clones. And so that's where I'm kind of wondering, like, are we going to get somehow this maybe hybrid clones kind of come in, which even brought up the question of, and look, this is speculation here. Are we going to get maybe a young Grogu maybe somehow put into this? I mean, I say young. I mean, he would be very young, obviously, I think at this point. But like we know there is some work happening on clones in Mandalorian. It wouldn't surprise me if the Bad Batch <clears throat> is what leads to the Empire over this whole time when we have these regular stormtroopers, right? We have these stormtroopers that have been are just regular people. They're kind of indoctrinating them into the Empire because it's easy. But in the background all along, they've realized that the clones, if they can amplify their abilities, that just how successful they can be in their missions because we see that, right? The Bad Batch is able to be thrown in there. Tarkin basically eventually says, throw some live fire at them. And yet they're still able to take down the enemies, even though their guns are training weapons, right? They're able to do that, which is awesome to see them be able to do that. So Tarkin knows the value of these clones, these soldiers with these heightened abilities. And maybe that's why they go after Grogu. Maybe all the the human clone trials fail. You know, maybe the Empire is never able to actually reproduce the Bad Batch or any human clones in that way. In that way. So they say, okay, <clears throat> we need a Force user. And... Grogu is the one that they're somehow able to track down another young Yoda-like person. I mean, we don't know what his race is, right? <laughs> Yoda race, we're going to call it. Um, they find him and it's like, we need him because then we need to clone him so we can have these clones that then have all these force abilities that can, we can then use against any Jedi that would come down the line and we'd be able to suppress the Empire that much more like that i think is what this is really going to lead to is kind of just the idea of clones i don't know how many seasons we're getting out of this when that happens i don't know um but i think that's interesting that in the background the empire was always doing this and hell i mean you think about it we've even seen it then with um snoke right palpatine even though he was basically on his deathbed held held together by mechanical machines and all that which of course vader was himself as well but palpatine seems to be on the next level cloned himself creating snoke and we see, I forget what they were calling those things. I mean, I remember what we were calling those. But, um, you know, the, the the idea that Snoke was a clone, was able to still use Force abilities, or from what we can tell, um, is interesting. So I think in the background, all along the Empire, even though the Clone Wars had ended and, you know, they stopped using clones as soldiers, this is giving us some, some um, um, insight into the fact that they didn't stop. You know, Grogu obviously was a little bit of a taste of that. 
but this is going to really kind of set that stage and really cement it um, that that was kind of the case. Um, I think it's interesting by the end of this episode, we also learn that, uh, like I said, our good buddy Echo is not one of the Bad Batch or one of the, you know, uh, I don't know what you want to call them, genetically modified clones. It's actually this character Omega. And I will say in the original trailers for this, and you see Omega, it's like, you know, they got to throw in a child. Like, do they have to do that? Well, what we learn is that really it's because it's not just some character, you know, kind of coming along for the ride, having kind of this young character along with them. It's because Omega is actually one of the Bad Batch. There's five of them. Uh, as Tech says, you know, he, he realizes that um, kind of when they, they first meet Omega, but he doesn't say it till we kind of get that reveal um, that he learns that it is Omega that is kind of one of them. And uh, I think that's great, you know, that to having that kind of as a, a vehicle for that character to be with them, I think is very smart and honestly, <laughs> just kind of good writing. I mean, I don't know where it's going to go. I mean, I think in the end, the, the relationship that Hunter has with Omega seems to be that may, you know, kind of lead to some interesting things. I mean, you know, Hunter obviously has a really big tie to to her and, um, you know, wants to protect her. But uh, it just... Uh, I think it's going to add just kind of to the overall story. And I think in the end, Omega's going to come into their own. And who knows? Omega could be a character we see down the line. You know, maybe the Bad Batch, by because of course, as far as we know, we don't see them again. You know, maybe they get wiped out and Omega becomes a character that down the line will come in because Omega is a younger character that would be of age, um, kind of where where some of modern day Star Wars um, has been. Um, in terms of fight scenes and that, I mean, the, the test that they get from Tarkin is a great scene. Another interesting scene we get, of course, is when they go to uh, to the, the planet when they're set on a mission, kind of as a test for Tarkin, what is essentially their second test, um, to see if they can follow through on a uh, mission that they're given. And um, obviously they don't. They meet a young Saw Gerrera, which I thought was great. This is Saw Gerrera shortly after the events of Order 66, which I thought was awesome to see that. You know, he... They're basically sent there and they realize that, wait a minute, they're part of the Republic as well. You know, they're not insurrectionists or whatever it is I think that, that Tarkin uses for that. Hunter obviously realizes it. Crosshair, he's ready to still follow through with the mission. Hunter obviously doesn't allow him to do that. Um, uh, and I just thought that was cool, you know, to see Guerrero. I hope we see him again. I hope we get some more insight into the early days of the Rebellion. I mean, we really get that in Star Wars Rebels, but this is going to be even earlier than that in, you know, kind of those that initial year or two of um, the rise of the Empire is really what we're going to get in this. And I think kind of seeing setting the stage for Saw Gerrera as kind of really being the catalyst for some of that, I think that's kind of cool. Now, hopefully this will kind of give us some insight into maybe his um, understanding that not all the troopers, obviously, um, are there to follow, uh, you know, demands and, and, and rules and, and all that. So, you know, maybe down the line, we may get some, I'm sure in the series, we'll see him again. And, um, you know, I'm thinking the hunter might, that might even be kind of where they're, they're headed right now. I, I don't think at the end of this episode where he says he knows somebody on what J19, I think is where that is. I don't think that's who they're going to see speculation online is people are thinking that might be captain Rex. Um, you know, of course, from the Clone Wars, I don't think that's the case because Rex himself at this point, you know, would still be um, the the, uh, you know, uh, just like like these guys where Order 66 happened. He's not, you know, too sure about what is happening, you know, so I don't think that Rex is the one and I don't think Hunter would know where Rex is. There is some speculation that it could be a returning character from 
Um, the Clone Wars, I forget the character's name. It was like season two, episode nine or something like that. Um, that people are speculating that's who this person is going to be. It was a trooper, uh, a clone who basically left um, and was able to basically become a farmer. And so that's kind of what some people are thinking, that he may be a character that, you know, Hunter and the Bad Batch knew, knew this character was able to leave. And, um, you know, maybe he is part of the Bad Batch as well. The idea that this clone trooper could leave and be able to go become a farmer, um, you know, it's kind of weird, right? Maybe he, he doesn't have the chip inside to, to follow the orders that he's given. Um, I don't know. But um, it's kind of interesting as to where it's going to go next you know, because obviously they're going to have to go and find some help. I mean, I think right now with Crosshair, it's kind of being set up as the villain to the Bad Batch, which which in itself is interesting, right? The fact he always had that sinister voice. You knew there was always something weird about him. And like I said, at the beginning of the episode, they really kind of set the stage for that. That he was obviously not going to be with him because he was willing to follow orders. But I think, you know, going into the series, nobody expected the Bad Batch was going to be splitting up right away. But hey, we're pulling Crosshair out. We're putting Omega in. I'm fine with that. You know, I think that's that's cool. And kind of have him knowing the abilities of the Bad Batch makes him a viable nemesis for them, right? He's going to be able to um, go with them and, um, you know, kind of basically teach other troopers how to fight them because he knows them. Hell, they're, they're his brothers, you know, was, was kind of interesting. Um, you know, there was a character who was introduced in the series that I just thought was funny, and I'm going to read the name if you miss that character. The name was Azzy. Three four five two one one eight nine six two four six four nine eight seven two one three four seven. Can say that uh, five times fast, or as Omega calls him, just Azzy. Uh, yeah, they um, they died in the episode, which was kind of unfortunate <laughs> to see that uh, to see that happen. Uh, but um, yeah, so I again, guys, I thought this series was great. Uh, you know, I'm trying to think of what else there really is to talk about here, but I I I am happy that coming away from it, there is stuff to talk about. I was a little bit worried that, you know, breaking down these episodes wouldn't be um, so easy, but I think they're going to be. I think there's a lot of questions and things like that that are going to be somewhat answered here, and uh, it's a lot of fun. So, um, and I'm kind of just doing this off the cuff like I usually do the Marvel shows. I literally just finished. I kind of split it up, watched about half yesterday, just watched the second half today, and so I'm just kind of sitting here spitballing here with you guys, um, going over what, what I saw. So it's kind of the typical version, and we'll kind of be doing this these episodes like like I've done in the past um, with the Marvel and Star Wars shows. Um, but uh, I'm really liking it. I think it's great. I think it's really, it was a lot of fun. And uh, it's obviously in the same vein as the Clone Wars. Definitely has a little bit of a different feeling because we're focused more on the soldiers. Um, I think the action seems to be kind of brought up a little bit um, from what we saw. And I have a feeling we're going to get a lot more. Um, I'm interested to see if we're going to get more Jedi coming in. Or, you know, is this going to be kind of just more of a trooper-style show, kind of like in Mando? You know, you don't get a lot of Jedi. Um, I think it's going to be more like that. I do hope, though, I will say I do hope we get Caleb slash Kanan coming back at some point in the series because I, I really would love to and just kind of follow along his character. I love Kanan as a character in Rebels. Um, he was fantastic, and kind of that arc he has in that whole series is awesome. Um, if you've never watched that, go watch it. And uh, he was really kind of awesome. Uh, to see, I will say too, I really enjoyed just all the Bad Batch in general. You know, they were, you know, very um, kind of over the top in what we saw in the Clone Wars. They still kind of are that, especially Wrecker. I mean, he is just kind of ridiculous, <laughs> but in a good way. You know, he's kind of that meathead fun character uh, that we get in the series. And and I think um, in the end, these are going to become beloved characters. So everybody actually saw Chris, you know, who I used to uh, co-host the show with. He was ordering a Wrecker mug yesterday. They had up on Disney.com. You could order it. And uh, I may be interested in doing the same. It was a uh, uh, like his helmet 
was a, uh, a mug. And, and I hope they do some Black Series helmets for these guys. And I'm sure it's just a matter of time before, uh, you know, our 501st brethren, although I want to say we probably already have some costuming stuff in the catalog uh, already becoming the Bad Batch. But it's just a matter of time before we have some 501st members walking around as the Bad Batch, which would be pretty awesome. I would say I would love to do that, uh, but I don't have any clone uh, gear. And, and right now, clone gear is uh, kind of hard to come by right now. It's a little bit pricier um, to get into the clones. Uh, rather than it is to just the regular TKs. But, uh, all right. Well, that's going to do it for me today, guys. Uh, hopefully you enjoyed this Bad Batch. Now, as far as I know, these episodes are dropping on Friday. So uh, we'll have a regular episode tomorrow. And then Friday, we will have, uh, of course, the uh, second episode of the Bad Batch. And these won't be as long, as far as I know. I think they're going to be shorter episodes. Uh, but I'm um, definitely, definitely looking forward to that and checking it out. So, as always, don't forget you can follow me on Twitter at Mark Turk, at M-A-R-K-T-U-R-C. And, of course, you can always email the show, theenthuselife at gmail.com. So, everybody, have a great rest of your day. And until tomorrow, we'll catch you next time. <laughs>